Welcome everyone to the Purposely Thriving Podcast, where we are growing, evolving, and becoming into our highest self in every area of our lives so that we are able to live authentically and whole as we step into a new chapter. I am your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining and tuning in with me this week. So this week, I decided to do a replay, a replay of a podcast episode that I did about two and a half years ago titled, I Want to Make It Work, But They Don't. Right. And I wanted to bring this back because I know that there are people out there who may be thinking, well, what if I didn't want the relationship to end? You know, what if I wanted to be the one to work it out? How do I handle this? How do I cope with this? And from the outside looking in, the logical response would be, well, you should just move on. However, the emotional side of yourself is having difficulty. Right. And so what we have to do and what is important for us to do is to emotionally work through these things so we can get to the logical aspect of it all. Because the truth of the matter is, is that when somebody doesn't want to be there and they're very adamant of not uh, about not being there, you don't want to be with somebody where the feeling isn't mutual to make it work. Okay. And so what I wanted to do is just talk about three things. And of course, there are many other things you can do as well. But these were the top three that stuck out to me that I would love to share with you again this week, because sometimes we got to hear things more than once, right? Sometimes we got to hear things a few times for it to really click, maybe to make that shift that we need so that we can intentionally move on. All right. So I hope that this episode is a blessing to you. You all have a wonderful and amazing week, and I will be back next week with a new episode. Take care. When it comes to um, departure of relationships, okay, when the relationship is no longer one, there are just times when leaving is just not mutual, right? So in other words, both parties may not feel the same way about ending the relationship. You know, so like you have one who's ready to say, I'm ready for this relationship to be over, but the other person may feel different about it. You know, they actually still want to work it out. And I get this quite a bit about wanting to reconcile. Um, but, But the issue becomes when the reconciliation isn't mutual, where both people are not willing to take the necessary steps. And when that happens, you know, this gets more complicated when one person decides to leave and the other one just doesn't want the person to go. And, you know, when you you hear a lot, well, if somebody doesn't want to be with you, let them go. Right. I'm sure many of you guys have heard it. I've heard it. And I'm not going to disagree with that statement. But what I am going to say is that if you are the person that's in it, like at this present moment, if you're listening to this podcast and you really are the person that's like, I don't want to leave. I, I want to work this out. Logically, you know, it may make sense if the other person doesn't want to be with you, but emotionally, you just aren't there. Um, you're, you're just still having a tough time processing the fact that you and this person are no longer together. And when it comes to leaving, a relationship. I actually believe that's one of the most challenging decisions to make if you're the person who actually doesn't want it. And even though, and and I think also what people can kind of get a um, misunderstanding about is that even I find that even though some people don't want to leave, that doesn't mean that the relationship they had was really a good relationship. 
the relationship may not may not even be as solid you may have found yourself having a whole lot of problems in that relationship and it may have been like that for a very long time and even in that it still can and will be a challenge to detach yourself from that person because you know I talk about this a lot when it comes to uncoupling there are just layers that are involved when an uncoupling um, decision is made. When two people decide they no longer want to be together, there are other layers that need to be detached. You know, things such as, you know, you have a lot of attachments such as your children, you knowing one another families, all the years that you've invested money, the feelings, the different emotions of like maybe shame. You may find yourself feeling embarrassed about your relationship being over and the fear of being judged. For those who are married, you you know, there's a spiritual part that you may be struggling with. And that's the covenant that you you feel like you're breaking. Um, you, you could feel like you're a failure. You have a fear of the future, the uncertainty of the future, because this relationship is no longer present in your life. The emotional bond with this person, whether it's healthy or unhealthy, this is, is still a bond. Um, you just may still love this person. And the thought of seeing them with someone else is just something that you are really having difficult difficulty um, processing. And so, yeah, even though people may tell you, well, you should leave if they don't want to be with you. Yeah, I mean, we get it logically. And it may sound like the right thing to do at that moment. But for a person who has a lot involved in this relationship, it could be a very sensitive topic for them, you know? So when it comes to these dynamics where one person wants to leave and the other one doesn't, you you may also hear people tell you, well, you need to make it work. And when it comes to um, leaving and making it work, you know, I'm going to be the first to say, no one can really tell you to leave. I do believe that decision does need to be yours, but I will also add something in as just a coach and just some some sister advice that I do believe that there are just times when you need to leave. I, I think there are times when you must leave a relationship because for some people, they are just really in some unsafe relationships, okay? And, and when I say unsafe, I'm, I'm talking about relationships where it's just straight up dangerous, where it's just too much of a risk. And, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm referring to maybe some different forms of abuse, whether it be physical, emotional, verbal, um, constant infidelity, you know, things like that. And when these types of situations are extreme, um, where you're safe, you know, your safety needs to be prioritized. Because when it doesn't, it results into these things um, where it just harms you as well as those around you. You know what I mean? So I, I get the whole make it work statement. I really do. But I also think it's very necessary to use your wisdom and discernment based upon the dynamic of your relationship. And so what I wanted to do today um, on today's episode I wanted to shed some light about this topic because for some of you who tune in on my lives and you, or you follow me on social media, you may be on my email list. You know, some of you are just in some place of constant confusion and possibly some even denial. And when someone is very adamant about leaving you, 
and not wanting to be with you, then there's a place of awareness that you need to get into so you won't stay in this space longer than you need to be. I mean, because that's that's really important because when I see people leave relationships, especially relationships that have a lot of years attached to them, um, most believe that, you know, the departure just kind of came out of the blue. And um, I'm going to respectfully let you know that a lot of the times, these things just don't happen out of the blue in many cases, okay? A, a lot of the time, the relationship had already ran its course way before it actually ended. So in other words, mentally and emotionally, that person may have already checked out before they physically walked out of your life. And what one thing I do know when it comes to the marriage side of things, when a person decides to leave, they spend about two years thinking about leaving before they actually take action. So in other words, it never just really happens. Um, a lot of the time, I think it's just the shock of it all, you know, because even though, you know, you, you can be there and you know something's off within your relationship. The energy is off. The dynamic has, has switched up. You know something is off. We still get used we get used to it being this way. And then it just becomes a familiar lifestyle. So you start to become very sleep in these situations. And the wake up comes when the other person decides to physically walk away at this point. And so when, when someone tells me, you know, Tanya, I don't want it to be over. I want to work things out. I, I want to give you three things to just help you with this right now. I really do. Um, I'm gonna give you three points. And the, the first thing I wanted to say is that when when a person wants to leave the relationship, but you don't, this is what the first thing I need for you to do. I need for you to take that very seriously. Okay, I really, really do. Um, and when I say take it seriously, for those who are married, who's listening, I'm not speaking in a sense of filing filing papers right away. Right. Because when you first get this news, I don't think filing papers is the best approach at that particular moment. OK. And here's what I'm saying, because when when you get that type of news, there's a lot of emotional intoxication right now, you know, even on both ends. So there are many emotions that are there at that particular moment. You got emotions such as shock, anger, rejection, and hurt, disappointment. Just It's just a lot going on with you emotionally. So I'm not suggesting for that to be your very first move, but this doesn't mean that you shouldn't take it seriously. So in other words, I wouldn't be passive and I wouldn't be casual about what's going on around you. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, an interruption in your life has taken place. And it's very wise to treat it that way. And so when I say you need to take it seriously, I think the first thing you need to do is get educated. I really do. Um, and what this means is that you got to go into a place of awareness. And it's important that you get informed on what this will look like for you moving forward. You really do. Because if you're the person that doesn't want the relationship to end, 
you can find yourself being in a place of denial for so long that you actually won't do anything. You would just stay in a place of stagnation because you haven't accepted the fact that this relationship is no longer one. And so when, when I'm saying to get educated, you really need to see what your things like, what your finances is going to look like now. Okay, now that this relationship is over, what does this, how does this impact me financially? So that, that is so important because um, when couples split, finances shift. And so you need to know things like, what will my money look like? Do What kind of budget I might need to be on? What kind of things I need to shift around or maybe even mitigate out of my life because my money has, you know, the, the money in the household has changed. Another thing of getting educated is getting some sort of a consultation with an attorney um, to just get an idea on what this process will look like if this goes through. If we get a divorce, what are the things that I need to consider? What do I need to be prepared for? You know, preparation is very important because it helps you um, get clarity on moving forward and the things that you need to do to move forward. Um, another thing on getting educated is getting some level of therapy. I mean, seriously, um, that's, that's, you know, because again, I said, we, when this type of stuff happens, you can get very emotionally intoxicated. And so getting some level of therapy and, or some level of coaching, um, it helps, you know, create some level of, um, stabilization, about what's kind of what's going on around you, right? Um, with dealing your with your mental and emotional health. Like this is a serious thing. And I think sometimes people just think you can just leave and, and just act like nothing happened. And that's just not true. Um, this is a, a big shift in your life. And, you know, taking it seriously, such as getting educated, you know, getting the right people on your team, like a, a financial um supervisor, I mean a financial advisor or an attorney and a coach and a therapist, having those different team members are very important in a certain season of your life, especially when you are trying to process it all and, and you just can't. And what I find is that we go to the wrong people for accurate information. And this is when you need to go to experts who's really going to help you um, get clear on what this looks like for you. OK, so that's the first thing you need to do. OK, when, when a person wants to leave and you don't, I really still advise you to take that news very seriously. You know, I'm not saying you got to file papers at the present moment. But what I am saying is that getting educated is something you need to do at this present moment. All right. So the, the second one is, is when a person wants to leave, but you don't, you need to go through some extreme self-care. Okay. Like you really do. You need to go through some extreme self-care care okay and, and when I say extreme self-care I'm, I'm not this this isn't about feet done and your hair done and your nails done okay this isn't about going on vacation or even entertaining someone to avoid a level of rejection that's going on in your life right now okay like I, I want you to really think about these two words and those words are self-care okay and let's break down what this means. So when we say self-care, 
self is a per the, the word self and you know when we look up the definition it, it means that it's a person's essential being that distinguishes them from other people so in other words this is about you and not them the word care is the provision of what is necessary for the health welfare maintenance and protection of someone or something it's about giving serious attention or consideration applied to doing something correctly or to avoid damage or risk okay and so when you go into a place of self-care this helps you prevent unnecessary suffering you know what i'm saying so we're talking about the practice of taking an active role in protecting your own well-being and happiness so what does this mean this means that all your attention and all your focus really needs to be placed on you at this present moment because when when you're the person who doesn't want the relationship to be over you can actually believe that in order for you to feel better or to be happy you actually need them back in your life to function and what this does is that it creates an unhealthy codependency on your ex believing that your ex is actually your source of happiness okay not to mention you being paralyzed to not taking any action you know what i'm saying like that's that's why this is so important because right now one thing when when you don't want something to be over you are more focused on what they're doing you're more focused on what they're doing you're more focused on who they're with and you actually are very focused on what you think you can do to change their mind like what can i do to make them come back what can i do to make them want to be with me and when you go there you start to bargain you go you go into a place of bargaining just to avoid the rejection that you're feeling thinking that this is going to make that person come back to you and let me tell you something about bargaining bargaining is when you give up anything and everything just to get that person back and that's not a good thing because when you start to give up anything and everything you compromise on your values you compromise on your boundaries you start to sacrifice your dignity and self-respect you find yourself trying to guilt them into taking you back and i'm gonna tell you something none of this works as a matter of fact it actually makes the other person turn away even more when you go into this place of bargaining and so at this point less is best to them from you and more is best to you from you right so in other words you got to give yourself more of what you need and stop believing you got to give more of what you think they need from you in order for them to come back okay like your your self-care is about giving them space right now but filling your tank it's about filling your tank emotionally filling your tank mentally spiritually physically intelligently because i'm gonna tell you what i see a lot i see many people run on e like their tanks are empty they're running on fumes like think about it you, you can't drive a car with no without no gas in it you know what i'm saying and if you have an electric car you still gotta charge it right and so my point is is that you gotta go plug into sources so that you can operate at your maximum you know what i'm saying your optimum performance because i'm gonna tell you what i see a lot as well i see so many people overlook unpacking their own stuff and they unknowingly bring this stuff into marriages like i see this a whole entire lot i mean i did it easily 
You know what I'm saying? This is why I'm telling you guys to go into a place of extreme self-care because I had to do this myself. And what this did is that it challenged me to look within myself. And it also helped me acknowledge my own empty tanks, right? And when I got knowledgeable on things as well as myself, it actually helped me to love myself fully. It allowed me to accept me as I am. And most importantly, it allowed me to accept people for who they were and not who I wanted them to be. Because here's another truth. When it comes to you wanting them to change their mind or their ways, I want you to understand that you can't. Because sometimes we believe that if they get it, like if they get it, if, if they change their ways, if they get themselves together, we will be better and I will be happy. And a, a lot of the times our lack of happiness really comes from us being unhappy with ourselves, which of course creates an unhappy partner. So there's a level of coaching and therapy. You know, I always tell people coaching and therapy will change your life. And I always, I, I, I do believe that those are things that you should allow yourself to seek, okay? So that you can get some help to unpack what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? And doing your part of the work, understanding your 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 own issues and how to do things, you know, differently. I'm not talking about changing who you are, but some of us have some very unhealthy mindsets, unhealthy emotions that causes us to react as opposed to being proactive. You know, when, when you go into getting therapy and coaching, it adds perspective to the equation. Maybe you see things in a way that probably isn't the, you know, like the, the truth. You know, when you go to someone else, it helps you see things a little bit objectively. Um, you, you're asking questions to professionals to help you get more clarity, to get more information about your situation. It helps you calm down your emotions. You're, you're able to get tangible things you can do to work on yourself. You, you learn different communication tactics. And it, again, it also helps you to be honest about your situation. I, I'm going to be, you know, I, I really don't want people to take this the wrong way, but some people just really aren't honest about what's really going on in their relationship or they may not be as clear on things about the relationship. And when you when you get a therapist and you, and you get a coach, it can help you see what's, what's really going on. And, and the reason why this is so important, because if the other person doesn't want to be with you, right, I, you know, this really doesn't mean that you, you have no healing to do on your part. You know, I, I don't, it doesn't matter who wants to leave the relationship. I always think people need to deal with some level of healing when they decide to leave relationships that they have been attached to for an extended period of time because you got to understand your role that you played in the relationship you got to understand your repeated behaviors and you know I always tell people a willingness to do your part could also result in the other person doing theirs now I'm not guaranteeing this I'm not saying that if you do your part this person will come back I mean no one can make that decision but them However, you know, this kind of goes into controlling what you can control, which is yourself. You're the only person, I mean, you only have control over you and not your partner, okay? And so there's a there can be some possibility that when you do your part just within yourself and focus on you, that person may just be willing to just do their own part because that's just how it works when you when you just redirect your energy. When you start to say, you know what, as much as I don't want this, I got to respect that this is what they want 
but even though that's what they want, let me still work on me. And when you redirect that energy, you're you're not thinking about them as much. You know, you you start to just kind of become and and come into your own. And sometimes in the midst of that, that person might, they they may want to come back. I'm not saying you might take them back. I'm just saying that that's a possibility. All right. I've learned that the only part you can play is the is your own. And if they choose to play it or not play it, you're still doing the work that you need to do to help you move forward. And that's very important. So that's the second thing. The second thing is when you, or I'm sorry, when a person decides to leave and you don't, let's go into a a season of some extreme self-care. Let's get the help, the tools and the strategies that is needed for you to navigate and transition from this relationship intentionally. Okay. So the third thing is when a person wants to leave, but you don't, the third thing you need to ask yourself is why do I want to stay? Um, why do I want to stay in this relationship? Why do I want to stay in this marriage? You know, um, it is so important to know your why of why you want to stay. And, and when I say this, I mean, the why of you wanting to stay needs to be real meaningful. These surface answers sometimes that I hear is not enough to make your marriage really thrive. So when, when a person wants to leave and you don't, it's time for you to get real raw and deep about why you really want to stay. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it about this relationship that you just don't want to lose? What is it about this relationship that you actually want to still be attached to? Why do you still want to be attached to this relationship? Because I've heard some very surface answers from people in the past. I've heard surface answers from people who are going through a divorce or a breakup and they they just say they say very surface things like I just want to be married or I don't want to be alone. And I'm like, is that it? And and the reason why I'm saying that is because when that is it, I just don't think that's going to be enough for a relationship to thrive. Now you can be with them. Right. They'll if you know, you can be with them. But I'm going to tell you something. If that's your only reason to be with somebody, I can promise you that you're going to be willing to be with them at any at any given expense, even if it means overstepping your boundaries, your values, your dignity, your self-respect. Like that's a real thing. And so it's important to ask yourself other things like, do you even respect the person that you you're with that you say you want to make it work with? Do you really do you love them or do you love the idea? You know, and because if, if the only reason why you're deciding to stay or you want to stay is because of maybe the money or time invested or, you know, believing that he can change or she can change. If you only stand for the image, then I, again, I just don't know if you're going to make it over time. Too much happens in life to only be built on that kind of foundation of a relationship. And so here's what I want you to do. I challenge you to do this. I challenge you to list down reasons as to why staying in this marriage is something you want or in this relationship. Okay, I really do. I want I challenge you to do this. I want you to set aside some time and truly think of the relationship and its entirety. Look at the whole relationship in its entirety and really write down why do you want to stay? And here's what I also want you to do. Now, as you write down you know, these reasons on on why do you want to stay? I really want you to challenge the things that you wrote down um, and and ask yourself, 
you know, questions like, is this going to be enough to sustain? Um, ask yourself things such as, is this really true? Okay. And what I mean by that is because sometimes we'll make up a story about the relationship and, and that's not even really what it was. And, and again, I'm asking you to ask yourself these questions because you are the person who was in this relationship. And so asking yourself these questions and being honest is going to help you understand like, man, well, is this really the best thing for us to do? You know, because when someone decides that they don't want to be with you anymore, again, as I said before, that doesn't typically happen like overnight. This is something that has been going on in this person's head for a while. And sometimes we are very, we, we might see it or may have recognized a shift, but we may not have allowed ourselves to um, admit it because again, you know, some people, you know, it's hard to accept the fact that maybe somebody doesn't want to be with you anymore. Um, and what happens is we'll ignore it. And then when it happens, it puts us in a place of shock. And then we're like, well, but I wanted to work. And, and this is when we have to ask ourselves the, this question, like, well, why do you really want to stay? Um, because this helps you get more clarity on whether or not if you're holding on um, just because you, you're avoiding rejection, you're holding on because the fear of not being with them scares you, you're holding on to a, a false reality as opposed to the actual realization of the relationship. And so I, as you write your list down, I just want you to challenge the things that you've written down and ask yourself these tough questions because I want to help you get out of a place of staying in this space of I want to work it out because I'm not telling people that it's not possible because it's true. It can be, but at the same time, sometimes we, we're just not honest about what's really going on. And so I, I just want you to do this to just help you get a little bit more stable on what's going on around you as opposed to staying in a place of stagnation and acting as if nothing is currently happening. Okay. I, I hope those three points really help because, you know, he, he, a couple of things I want to mention before I close out. Can relationships be reconciled? Yeah, they can. But it's important to know that if it doesn't, you have to still be intentional. I mean, you, you do. Um, from a marriage perspective, the majority of the time when couples split, only 13% of them reconcile. And you can do all you can, right? You know, you can. You really can do all you can do, but it, it won't guarantee that that person does want to come back. And let's just say they decide not to. Let's just say that they decide that they just really don't want to come back. You being proactive about this, you know, helps you accept this dynamic a little bit better. You know what I mean? Because when, when you're doing the, the self-care and you're getting yourself educated on things to help you, you know, evolve and, and move forward, you're, you're actually in a place of healing. You really are. And, and when you're healing, you're being you're able to manage it better than if you were to be in a place of stagnation when you're always in a place of denial because you won't you won't move you won't be proactive you'll actually you won't accept the current reality and we we want to get to that point if you want to move on 
Okay, and another thing is this, and I don't mean no harm, but you know, if we want to move on, we we gotta we gotta speak truth, right? If a person decides that they do not want to reconcile, if a person says, you know, I, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore, then why do you want to stay? And that's something you have to ask yourself. Um, you don't want a relationship that's one-sided. You don't. Um, you don't want a relationship where you feel like you're carrying it with no effort of the other person, because that is the most off-balance relationship to be a part of. And um, I see this a lot. Where again, sometimes we, we want a relationship to work so bad that we like, I'm willing to do anything. And yeah, it sounds great, but you don't want to be willing to do anything because then when you're willing to do anything, you're willing to give up everything about yourself just to have it. And then that makes you look very desperate. And then it also shortchanges you in the relationship. And when it comes to like, because what I'm doing, I'm talking about healthy dynamics. I'm about creating healthy dynamics. And when it comes to creating healthy dynamics, it just cannot come from one person the entire time. It can't. It has to take effort from both people. It does. And those people, both of those people got to be willing to do the work to make it work. They just do. And I just want to encourage you to ask yourself that question when you when you constantly saying, I want to make this work. I want my relationship back. You got to ask yourself. If they don't want it back, then why do I want to stay? You don't want to have a relationship that both people are not mutually involved. You don't. It'll it'll just make you very tired, overwhelmed, and you can actually become very resentful in the long run. Okay? So I just want to leave you with that because, you know, I understand it's hard. I do. I do. I understand that I've been there and I had to ask myself these type of questions. Um, and I'm going to be real with you when it when it came to me. One of my biggest reasons for not wanting it to end was because I just didn't want to look like a failure. I didn't want to look like a failure. I, I didn't want to like feel like I couldn't make something work. But I knew deep down for me and I'm only speaking for me. We didn't need to be together. It, it wasn't that wasn't the win. The win for us was to not be together because we just did not work well together. And coming to that level of truth helped me just move on as opposed to saying I want to make it work. Staying would have not been healthy for neither one of us. And so I, you know, and it took me a minute to get to that point because when you don't want to be perceived as a failure, you'll stay in a place of denial about what's going on to avoid feeling like you failed. And I had to get through or get over the fact that I failed and realize that it just didn't work out. I think the failure would have came if I allowed what I went through to define me. And if I if I didn't look at what I've been through as an experience, then I would have attach what I went through as to who I am and I don't want you to feel like if it doesn't work out that you're a failure no one would want you you don't know what the future looks like because sometimes we'll stay in something to avoid uncertainty and I just want to encourage you to really take inventory of of what's going on and 
make an intelligent decision for yourself, you know? And, and again, this podcast isn't about telling you to walk away. And as I mentioned before, if it's unsafe, you need to find, put yourself in a safe place. And I do believe that some marriages, some relationships can work, but then you also have some that just won't. Um, and I just want to encourage you to just get deep on, on what you have going on in your life so that you can make the best decision um, very maturely, okay? I really do. And, and for those who are listening, I wish you well on this particular journey because I do know how it is, okay? So please make sure that you are following me on my social media handles. My Instagram is I am Tanya Carter. My Facebook and YouTube is Tanya Carter. I will put everything down in the show notes. And also, please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast will drop. And also leave a review. If you know that this podcast has been very influential on your next chapter after your divorce or even after your breakup, then please head over to Spotify and or iTunes to leave me a review. And last but definitely not least, share this information. If you know somebody who is in this headspace of wanting to make it work, however, their partner or their spouse doesn't, please send this over to them so that it may be a blessing to them in this season. All right. So thank you all again for tuning in with me this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing week and I'll see you next time.